thank you for your voice, God, that quickens us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to speak to souls, to awaken dead people among us and, and, and those being tormented by the devil. That takes them at his will. Why? Because God said, because you let him. And if you let him, he'll take you out. If you let him, he'll torment you. You need to stop him. Tell him to shut up. And gird, God said to me this morning, gird your loins. Man up, he said. Man up. Oh, this was a tough church. Who cares? Nothing was tougher than what Paul faced. He was stoned, shipwrecked, beaten with sticks. My God, you get beaten one time with sticks, you'll fall out of the ministry. <laughs> it's, time to, it's time to realize what the heck you're doing and what, what we're called to do. And we're all called to do. Every single church in the nations of the world is called to be apostolic. Not to be uh, uh, inside the walls, glutton, being glutton, glutton Christians, feeding one another, dainty uh, strawberries and, and chocolate-covered raisins or whatever, and um, loving and lavishing on one another. We're called to preach the gospel, to take out the devil. And God says, gird your loins. And he took me to 2 Corinthians 10. Now Paul, I beseech you, in the meekness with all gentleness of Christ, who in the presence of base among you, being absent but bold toward you, but I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present, that the confidence wherewith I think that I am bold against some, which think of us as I walked according to the flesh. God says, whatever you believe, you will be. Though, through, though we walk in the flesh, we do not, hear me, we do not war after the flesh. How do you war after the flesh? Go after people. You blame circumstances. You meditate on what's being done to you. For our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, not through you, not through me, not through your mom and dad, not through your friends, who? Through God, through God, to pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Who has the victory? Christ. Then why are you losing? Who gives you strength? Christ. Then why are you weak? Who feeds your spirit? God. Then why are you starving? Mighty in God. You want to be mighty yourself? You're going by your own you're, you're walking in the flesh. And you're fighting in the flesh. You're fighting when you're strong. You're going to go nuts. We put on Christ. He fights for us, but we fight for Him. In other words, we have the authority. We have dominion. And when we're losing, it's because you're giving up. 
God says, get up and gird your loins. Pulling down, casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We have the victory. Yes, we do. We sing songs stupidly and we don't believe in our heart. That's right. Then you're wasting your time. Pulling down strongholds. Who sets up strongholds? The enemy lies. Lies, mindsets about who you are, what you have, where you're going, and everything else. And who's this and who's that? you got to gird your mind. Yes, yes. You give your mind over to the devil, you will be tormented. Yep. Period. Yep. And, that, and I'm going to show you, Thank you Lord. right here in the Word. To captivity, to the obedience of Christ, having readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do not look on the things of the outward appearance. Do not look at your flesh. Do not look at what you feel. He says this if any man trusts in himself, that's pride. Any man trusts in himself. That he, in himself, that he is Christ, let him of himself think again. It means, forget about it. Change your mind. You're thinking about yourself? Did you save yourself? No. Did you pull yourself out of the pit? No. Is God's mercy there? Yes. Is God giving you all authority? You need to take your authority. I had a dream last night. And that's why I'm preaching this, because I can't wait till next week to preach about girding your loins. There was this person, and he looked almost dead, and there was this bloody old big guy, like a tormenting big demon, in this torture chamber, and this person was just laying there. And the guy was going over to get some new torture tools in the dream, to go over... Well, finally, this guy gets tired of being tormented and gets up and grabs his tools and starts to torment the tormentor. Torment that. And his power was so much greater than that. In the dream. So why didn't he just do that when he was had more strength, less tormented? Because he laid down. And let the tormentor start to torment her. Perfect love casts out fear. Yes. Fear brings torment. Yes, it does. So that was a, mm. a demon of fear bringing torment and accusation and lies in your oh, spirit. Yeah. And you're laying down like you deserve. Forgetting mm. who you are. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But he said, gird your loins. Here, I had like 10 of these you want to pass out. This is what girding your loins is. Someone want to pass these out? Means prepare for battle. Yes. God's grace comes, so then we just wait. Well, I hope the devil doesn't come today because I'm having a good day. Well, the reason the devil comes is because you you let him in. He comes to the door. He say, "Come on in." I know it's I know it's well, it's the or we'll say it's the uh, what do we say sometimes? The counterattack. There doesn't have to be a counterattack. 
If you're always on the offense, if you're always, because He is under our feet. Amen. We have to stop giving Him space. He said, the Bible says, give no place to the devil That's who right. comes at his will to mess with you. Yeah. You have to. You are saved, full of the blood. You have all authority. And, and when we do not do that, God counts it as sin. There was 12 spies that went in the land. Two, two, only two of them said we can do this and take it out. The other ten were sinners. Because they looked at their self. They looked at who they were instead of looking at whose they were. And who told them to go. Just as the Philistines were tormenting the Jews. For weeks and weeks and weeks. Finally David said. I'll take out this giant because I'm tired of you and you guys are embarrassing our army and you're embarrassing your God. Jesus, hallelujah. And then what he did, he took his slingshot, but he didn't say I'm coming because I've been practicing my slingshot for weeks and weeks while you guys are being tormented and taunted by the devil. No, he said I'm going to use my slingshot because that's what I use, but I'm coming in the Lord. I'm coming in the name of the Lord. Yeah. I'm yes, coming yes. because He is with me and I can take out anything. Hallelujah. <laughs> Gird up your loins. Glory. You are a man, a woman, a child of God. Stand up against the devil. We have, He's under our feet. Hate Him like you hate what He's doing. He'll make you think that you're tired. But God, Samson would, would be quickened. And the anointing will come on you the minute you step in faith. The anointing will break the yoke in a second. He said, let him of himself think again as he is Christ, even as we are Christ. Are you of your own? Then quit separating yourself from the one that you walk in. For though I should boast somewhat of my authority, which the Lord, Paul's trying to tell them how he overcomes. He said, get up, gird your loins. Has given us for edification and not for our destruction, that we should be ashamed, that I may not seem as I would terrify you by letters. For his letters say, they are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak, and his speech is contemptible. Let such and one think this, that such as we are in word or in letters, are absent, such will be also indeed when we are present. For we dare not to make ourselves of the number, or to compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measure themselves by themselves. Comparing themselves among themselves is not wise. But if we... Oh, we do that time. Well, I'm not as strong as him. I can't do this like my brother does it. God says he's given us all the same Holy Spirit. All the same anointing. All the same measure of faith. So, you're comparing yourself... And that is not wise. 
But I will not boast of the things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God has distributed to us. A measure to reach even unto you. If the devil gets in and starts tormenting your mind, you know the word. Break it. Bind it. And cast it out. And it will be loosed in heaven. Because that guy with his mind, he didn't know what to do. But someone came next to him and told him what he needed to do. And the devil had to flee. But what we do, we sit on the tormenting table. Oh, please God, tell him to stop. He's like, how can I tell him to stop? He's going to keep doing it until you gird up your loins and stand up and know who and what you have. Because he only has access to the door of fear that comes through lies. But I will not boast of the things which you may... And that guy was clothed in his right mind. You, So, the, the enemy wants to give you a, a mind of witchcraft and confusion and doubt and unbelief. you got to clothe your mind in righteousness. You need to put the blood of Jesus over your mind. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our major, though we reach not unto you. For are we come as far as also preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure that another man slavers, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by according to the rule abundantly to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. But he that glory, let him glory in the Lord. Glory in the Lord. That's what David did. For not he that commended himself is approved, but whom the Lord commended. That dream told me that. Why did you let the enemy torment you that long? The guy finally got sick of it. And you know what? There's a time we finally get sick of it and realize it stops. We always think, oh God finally... Got, got the enemy. No, you finally got tired of it. Either you repented, you faced the devil, you cast down the lies, and you began to be content because we have so much. And it says even if if we don't praise him, the rocks are praising God. Then God said to Job the same thing. I was like, what? What is that? Job thirty-eight one through two. Then the Lord answered Job out of a whirlwind. What out of a storm he was in. And said, Who is that darketh counsel by words without knowledge? Who's speaking in your mind? He said, Gird up now thy loins like a man. He's like, Get your butt up, Job, man of righteousness. For I will demand of thee, and answer thou me, Where was thou when I laid the found where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? He's like, what are you doing in your own strength? Who do you think? I'm God, he says. Declare, thou hast understanding. Who has laid the measure thereof? If thou knowest, or who has stretched the line upon it? Where are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? We need, you need to know who you have and what you have. You have the key. We have the keys of the kingdom of God. We have them. Why do you give them over to the devil? He comes like, 
Give me your keys. You don't deserve them. Thank oh, you. you're right. Because you're looking at you. He says, give your keys. You say, what are you talking about? You can't have my keys. I bind you right now. What are you talking about? You can't have my keys. God gave me. Do you see that cross? You're defeated. Do you see that cross? Do you see that blood? I'm crucified with him. You're under my feet. I tramp on your head. Gird yourself. Know what you have. Know whose you are and tell the devil to take a height. Submit to the power of God. Don't submit to your mind. Don't submit to your abilities. Don't submit to your feelings. Don't submit to what you think. Don't submit to your heart. Submit to the power of God and resist the devil and he will go. The minute you do it, Matthew 10, 1 through 22. And when he had called unto him the twelve, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness, all manner of disease. Now, the names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, called Peter, is Andrew, Andrew's brother, and goes on to name all of them. And then he says, Go, rather, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We have the kingdom of heaven at hand. Don't give over the kingdom of heaven and take the kingdom of hell in your hand. Thank you, Jesus. You're giving over the kingdom. And you're like, God, come. He's like, you gave, you were in the kingdom. You're giving the kingdom over. The kingdom of God is now in your hands. Don't give it to the devil. Rather, go to the lost sheep of it, cleanse the leper, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, free you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass nor purses, nor script nor journey near two coats, neither shoes nor yet staves, for a workman is worthy of his meat. And when you come into a house, this is for us. When you come into a house, we all love going to the houses where the posters are ready, and everybody's been fasting, and everybody's ready, and and they want to feel God, and God just is already there and breaks open, and we just look so anointed, and and we leave our peace because they want God, but they didn't always encounter everybody that wanted God. Haiti doesn't want God, so why are you shaking? Are you God? No. He says this, Whatsoever city, town you shall enter, inquire who is worthy. Inquire who is worthy, and there abide till... So he's only saying, just go where, where, where God's wanted. Inquire where he's worthy. Go to the guards and preach the gospel. You don't got to go hang out with them. They don't want them. Let your peace come back. Right. See, the problem was, we're letting the devil and other people Take our peace. Why are you letting the devil steal your peace? Come on, come on. Because you're you're acting as an orphan and a, and a servant. Jesus. Because if you believe, if people don't receive you, it's you they're rejecting. <laughs> but it's Christ. Yeah. 
So you have an orphan spirit. So if people receive you, then they're receiving you and Christ. But Jesus said, if you're one with Him, if they deny you, it's me they're denying. If you say my words and they don't receive my words, don't worry because they're not your words. So why are you shaken? The kingdom of God is not by observation. Do you know how many things I didn't see and feel anything happen, and later you get all these testimonies, or you preach even a message? We don't see it, but God's moving. And God doesn't want us to go by what we see anymore. He wants to go by our obedience. This is maturity in Christ. It's time to gird up our loins. And what did it say? Even someone said, put your, your panties on, or whatever, what's that thing? Put your granny panties on, or what was that? Your big girl panties. And then, gird up your loins. They, they were wearing the skirts, that thing. What do they do? They're like, i got to be ready for battle. I'm not going to trip on my clothes. So they would wrap it around here and tie it in the front and make themselves some shorts. And you know now, People are making those type of shorts right now. You can turn in long pants shorts. But back then, they were wearing these, men were wearing these long things. But in the spirit, he's saying, be ready. Prepare yourselves. Because the enemy comes as a thief in the night all the time. Why go through the roller coaster? Gird up your loins. You have the victory. You have the blood. And if you're offended at someone, then you better repent. And get your heart right so you can have that authority. Because you're going to feel like a loser when you're, when you're living in, just in offense. Because the enemy can get in your mind when you start to doubt God. You cannot doubt His Word. You cannot doubt His power. And you cannot doubt His blood. Because then you're taking your helmet off and you're doubting what He did on the cross for you. Praise God. And he, that's the thing. He'd rather you watch pornography all week than do that. Yeah. I'm telling you the truth. Because one thing is, is, is a thing that you're struggling in your flesh. The other thing is saying that he's not worthy. Amen. And he's not God. And you are. And you got to get yourself out of every mess. That's pride. And that's what put Satan in hell. And, and cast him down. He'd rather you struggle in your weaknesses. I'm not saying... That God is pleased with people that are doing those sins. But what I'm saying is, the biggest thing in the Bible that God hates is lack of faith in His, in his children. And He told me that this morning. And when you don't fight, it means you, you don't have faith. And God's like, tired, yeah. You're going to get more tired with the, as the battle is going. And the darker gets darker, you might have to fight all day. Build it, brick in the one hand, and a sword in the other. But he's going to keep giving you strength. Yes, he is. He's going to keep empowering you. Yes, he is. Because it's not you. That's right. And he's going to give you rest. Yes. And he's going to give you rest. But once you keep the enemy away, thank you, Lord. We say, oh, oh, he's here again. How long is this one going to be? <laughs> That's wrong. Fight Amen. the good fight of faith. Amen. Paul said it. Fight the good yeah. fight of faith. Faith in what? Not you, him. That's right. Amen. We've already, he's already won for you. Hallelujah. He's won for you already. Yes. So why are you letting the enemy win? 
These little battles when God's won the war and He's given you power over Him. Yes. There's no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper unless you give over your weapons and let Him torment you. And you believe Him. Why do you believe in Him? Because He's a liar. He tells you what you're feeling. But what you're feeling is not what it is. What it is is what the Word says. What you're going through is not... What is what it is? Right. It's a storm. Thank you, Lord. Stand up, speak to the storm. Hallelujah. Get up, and if he's still, and 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 worship him, and ignore the enemy, and meditate on the Lord. That's right. That's the answer. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard, and He has given you the full armor of God. That's it. Hallelujah. What goes? The enemy comes in. Hallelujah. All right, it's time. You know, we just went on a trip. You know, there's always an and there's always a uh, counterattack. Give me your helmet. Yep, you're not really safe. You can do a good job. Yep, give me your breastplate of righteousness. You got mad at your husband or your wife last night, and you know those bad thoughts you have. Give me that sh- that breastplate. Oh yeah, you, yep. You can't say anything anymore because now I'm taking your feet. You're not even planted your. You know, you're better, you're not, you're not, you're not and, 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 oh yeah, and then, and then, that shield of faith, you, you don't deserve that, you have no faith, and then you're naked, and then you're trying to fight the devil like this. Who is the armor of God? It's Jesus. It's Him. Repent, put on Him, fight. There's nothing. If you were okay two weeks ago, a week ago, then you're not crazy. It's the devil. Gird your loins. Repent. Let him show you what, why you opened the door. Thank you, Lord. Offense, jealousy, division. Are we not carnal? Yeah. We don't walk after the flesh. We walk after the spirit. Amen. Gird your loins. And then he says this. And in whatever city or town you enter, acquire what is worthy and buy it to you. And when you come into a house, salute it. And if that house be worthy... That means if they want Christ, and if they're ready to hear the gospel, and they're receptive, and they're receptive, let your peace come on the house, and God's going to move. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. Well, the devil wants to take your peace because you're trying to look for the kingdom through observation. And let your peace turn to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor your words. It's funny, he says, nor your words. When you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust. What does it mean? Leave every speck of dust. Don't leave it all behind. Don't even take the dust with you. Don't take the, the, the lies. Don't take the, uh, the, 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 the um, accusations, the, the things that we're... Uh, what didn't happen, what should have happened, all these things. Because it's not your, it's not your problem. Yeah. Amen. You went to the house He told you to. Yeah. Jesus yeah. had doors shut in His face. That's right. Depart out of the house or city and shake off the dust off your feet. Verily I say to you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in a day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth, sheep in the midst of wolves. 
Be ye therefore wise as serpents, and harmless as dove. But beware of men. They will deliver you up to councils. And they will scourge you in the synagogues. Hey, we haven't been scourged yet, guys. Imagine that. God, I can't believe we went to that city and they took us in the church and they scourged us. Well, the devil's scourging you in the spirit. And you need to tell him to stop it. Because, what do you do? Don't let it rejoice, he says. That you're counted worthy of the devil even to be after you. And he said, And you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for the testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak. Just like that. And have nothing spoke to Shut the Bible. But he gave the words what they needed to hear. Whether they hear or whether they forbear it, they got the word. Amen. Now it's on them. Right. But the anointing was there. It'd be good to go up there and say, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to say. Someone else come and say it. And then another one to come up and talk about that. See, Haiti doesn't want the kingdom of God. They want everything else. Food, raiment, clothes. But the Bible says, seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. And all these things, see, they're missing the church in Haiti is missing the gospel. So everything is out of manipulation and witchcraft. If I can show the needs, and if I can show them how bad things are, surely we'll get all of our needs met. God says to them, don't seek your needs, seek the kingdom and its righteousness. No, we don't have to be righteous. Oh, you mean I might... If I just sought God and that's the answers, oh, but no, we were going to seek education. So we'll use witchcraft. So they said this to me. <coughs> oh, we're gonna send, we, we need our kids to go to America so they can, don't have to live like this again. I said, we send them to, to school. I said, why? My daughter doesn't go to school. Her mom's her teacher. Why don't you just ask God to bring a teacher here? One teacher. Why do you want them to go to school? Because you don't have the mind of the kingdom. You have the mind of the world of manipulation. So I can get my kids into USA, and then later I can get them to send me money. It's all about you doing what you need to do to get your needs met. But God says, when you do what I want you to do, I meet all your needs, yes, and I meet them well. Yes, the does. problem with Haiti isn't, isn't anything but their lack of their desire for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And their poverty mindset and their entitlement spirit has been given to them from all the churches mm-hmm. that came there right. and didn't bring the kingdom but brought humani- humanitarian spirits and humanitarian ways and gave them poor meat. So they're always going to be poor me because that's what moves the flesh. But what moves God is faith and seeking the kingdom of yes. God. Amen. Amen. And He will. He'll, he, he, he will move. 
what you shall speak in spirit, Father, which speaks in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death. And the father, the child, and the children shall rise against their parents and cause them to be put to death. My gosh, imagine what's going to happen in Haiti when the remnant gets exposed. And you shall be hated of all men. He didn't say, oh man, when you got the anointing, you're going to be loved by all men. He said, the more you're anointed, you're going to be hated more of all men for my sake. But he that endures till the end shall be saved. So we got to be like Peter. Listen to the Lord. Walk on water. Who cares what they say? Who cares what the devil says? You are not who you were. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. All things have passed away and all things become new. We are, we have the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwelling inside of us. Jesus' blood is dripping. You're His son and daughter. He doesn't, He can't do any more. He gave it all His blood and when we want Him to do more, we're saying to Him, you didn't shed enough blood, Jesus. Give me another drop. That all that blood was, you must have held some back of that blood because the enemy just is stronger than your blood, Jesus. That's doubt and unbelief and it's sin. And that's what really angers God. It angered God even with Job. And Job did nothing wrong. Job was being tormented by the devil. And he finally said, Job, stop it. Gird your loins and be a man and... Do, and I'm and then God started to give him back everything that he ever had. Everybody stand up. Father, we thank you for the kingdom of God is not by observation. God, your power is not something that we have to buy. You paid for it all. You've given it to us. We just have to put it in place. Just like I was talking about those keys. And when I got to the place, the guy Gave me the keys to all the rooms. So I put our water in another room where the kids were staying. And we put some food in there. But he's like, if, 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 I, if I didn't have those keys, there was another elder in that room with the kids. I'd be, this is what religion does all the time. Hey, open the door. God, I need to get some water out of the refrigerator. Open the door, uh, let me in. Uh, eventually, you keep knocking all that. That's, that's religion. God, help me. God's like, you got the keys. Help you. You have all of heaven and all angels on your side. You have all power because I've given it to you. What are you asking me for? I can't do nothing. I mean, I did enough. I did everything. When I shed my blood, all... Wealth is in the blood of Jesus. All nations, are, everything's in Christ. All power is in Christ in the Holy Spirit. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us. And we want to sit there and tell all these other nations, but what about you? And we know more than them. We hear the gospel. And what happens then? There's more accusation. Because when you know the truth, and you don't believe it, the devil accuses you as a sinner. And that's what torment starts to be. He accuses you. And God's like, there's nothing I can do. Because you're, you're believing Him, but you're not that. 
You have taken yourself out of Christ, broken covenant with the power of God, and you made yourself God. And Satan can beat you and torment you and lie to you. But when you're hidden in Christ, when you are hidden in the cleft of the rock, he can't do nothing. And then you're like, God, how long? I He's like, what are you doing? He's calling, you're, you're whining. He said, why are you whining when you're already free? You're already free. You were free five days ago. Why would you not be free now? Has now, have I given Satan all the power over you now? No. Why do you let it get to two days in the pit, three days in the pit? And, and, and then it goes, oppression. Right when you're feeling oppressed, you need to gird your loins. Yeah. Next day, three days later, then now you're depressed. And then you don't want to be around nobody. Then it goes to, then, then the next stage is, is um, regression. You start, you can't be around anybody. And then the next one is possession. And then, even if you want to be around no one, the devil's going to be telling you where you're going to be. That's, the, that's, that's how he works. The Always going to be on. When the minute you step out of Christ, the devil's going to want to oppress you, lie to you, gird your loins, and tell him to shut up. Amen. And if you did sin, run, have bold, run boldly to the throne of grace, confess it to God, so you can have boldness. And because it's not your righteousness, it's His. So when you do screw up, run to Him, confess it, and then have that faith. Devil, I'm clean. Because of the cross. And you know what? I have power over you, so shut up and take take tape in the spirit and say, I bind your voice with duct tape. And, 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 and if you don't leave, I'm calling down 10,000 angels to torment you right now and watch them leave. Or you sit there and say, God, why am I going through this again? Is this my lot, God? I don't like my life, God. No, you would love it if you learned who you were. You need to know what you have. Because I had the keys. I don't have to ask God anymore for nothing. He said that water was mine. That power was mine. That meat in that refrigerator is mine. He owns the refrigerator. He owns the house. But He gave me the authority to heaven. And He said, whatsoever I bind shall be bound, and whatsoever I loose shall be loosed. So, I say, wait a second, Satan. <laughs> Those are my keys. Thank you, but no thank you. And shove them out of the way. Go get the living water. Drink it down. Guzzle it down. Um, and start to be refreshed in the Spirit. And go ahead and lock the door. And, or pound on the door. Oh, God, I forgot where I put my keys again. I think that was a thing. A couple weeks ago, God, everybody started misplacing their keys in this whole house. About seven people. And it was a, like an epidemic. I did it. I left one. Other people, I think God was saying, why are you misplacing your keys? Put them around your neck. And that's what the guy would do. Well, someone with authority, a janitor, he has them on him. He, he, he goes to work. He doesn't So you better have those keys on your, your belt of truth, too. Just like your full armor of God, it's yeah. got those keys hanging yes. too. I need this? Yes, Satan, I just lock you out. Thank you, Lord. you have the authority unless Thank you Lord. don't believe it. Thank because you, it's like this. Behind that door is everything I need. Thank you, Lord. But
But you know what? I don't know where I put my keys. Turn on the light. Oh, they're right there. Turn on the light. Oh, they're right in front of my face. Turn on the light. Father, we thank you that you have given us all authority and all power over sickness, disease, the devil, and fear. And Father, we ask you to forgive us for allowing the enemy to taunt us, to tempt us, to, to mock us. And Father, help us to be content with godliness is great gain. It's not how much I preach, how much I know, how many friends I have. How, how big my house is, how small my house is, how many, how, how old my car is, how new. God says, godliness with content is great gain. Yes. And once you have that, you get gain of everything. Be content, even in your wages, those that work. He says, even be content in your wages, and God will give you a raise. Yes. See, the thing is, we've learned in this nation and we learn in the world, we always want more. We always want to keep up with the Joneses. Same with anointing. How come I can't do that? How come I don't preach like him? How come I don't do this? And all of a sudden, we're not, we're not opening up, what, 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 what does God have for me? What is my, my body place in the body? You know, what, what is I? Because you know what? It's your kingdom inside of you, God. Where am I in your kingdom? And then all of a sudden, you're in peace and joy. It's when we begin to look in the mirror and look at ourselves and see how ugly we are, we start to be discouraged. If you look at Christ, you won't be able to see nothing but glory. So Father, I ask you to forgive us. And right now, over this house, I bind uh, all spirits of witchcraft, black laws of pagodance, any witchcraft coming from Haiti, any lies... Black laws of pagans, craft of idolatry, any spells from uh, witches, smiths, and wizards, any black magic, white magic, I break its power by, by the blood in the name of Jesus. I come against heaviness, depression, anxiety, every lying spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your blood. I thank you for your power. I thank you that I'm the head and not the tail. I thank you that you have great plans for me. There's nothing that will be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. Father God, whatever this world throws at me, it doesn't matter. This is just a vapor. I'm just passing through. I am a pilgrim in this place. I'm just a pioneer here. Take me to new territory. Shake everything that can be shaken. Father, forgive me for looking at my own knowledge, my own strength, and and, and acting like your anointing is my own, because it's yours, and you have freely given to me, how dare I not use it, it's his anointing that breaks the yoke, Father fill our vessels with oil, we bind you Satan, we bind the spirit of lies, the father of lies, we bind all fear, that brings torment, and we receive the perfect love of the blood of Jesus. And we break all condemnation that comes when we believe lies. And we thank you, God, that you love us, that you care for us, 
You love us so much that you died on the cross and shed all of your blood to show us how much you love. And you've given us all authority, all authority over every realm of this world. We are the head and not the tail. In Jesus' name.